G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Dysregulated Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. Today's episode, just a little quick check-in to see how things are traveling. In particular, I want to focus on my habit building. You may remember that I think I said um, a couple episodes ago how important building habits, routine and structure is for me moving forward. It is a huge, huge part of my recovery, that's for sure. And by me talking about it here on the podcast keeps me accountable because you guys then are on the journey with me. And if I don't measure up, you know, I've got to report that on the show and you guys will be in me and just giving it to me. And that's exactly what we want. So thank you everybody for keeping me accountable. So to start off with, it's early days and I've, fall, I've sort of fallen into my old, old way of thinking a little bit. Black and white thinking, all or nothing, zero or a hundred. So I've got this habit building app, which is really good. I think it's called Habit, funnily enough. And it's really, really good. The problem is every day there's like there's like eight different habits that I've got down that I must complete or else, you know, I don't I fail the day or whatever it's called. I don't know, it's something on the app. Anyway, I don't tick all the boxes. And the thing is, oh, I don't know, I can't help it. I've done it wrong. What should have happened is right, let's pick one habit or routine say, waking up at 8am every morning, do that for a week. And once that's ticked off, then we'll add something else, you know, instead I've just gone all out. And the thing is, you set yourself up to fail when you do that, you know, like, come on, you look at my history, there is no indication at all that I would be able to just click my fingers and all of a sudden have all these routines and habits down pat. There is no evidence at all to suggest that is the case. But I've, I've proceeded as if there is plenty of evidence that would suggest that. And there's just not. So we've done it. Oh, it just frustrates me, this black and white thinking. And I don't always realize I'm doing it. It took me a while to figure out, dare I say it, that this habit building thing, I've gone the wrong way about it. I, you know, it's, you got you got to think outside your own little box. And when I did that, I looked at the habits that I was building or trying to build. And I thought, okay, that's great. That's really good. That's like the end goal though. What about now? We're at the start. We're nowhere near the end. What's the starting point? And it was just all or nothing. And that is such a problem that I have that way of thinking. You know, when it comes to new jobs, you know, like when I was a behavioral therapist for six weeks, best six weeks of my life, um, you know, the expectations I placed on myself, which was literally to be the best therapist the world has ever seen. And if I'm not, I'm a failure. It's that all or nothing black and white thinking, which is so problematic for me. And, you know, a lot of the mental illnesses are very black and white, you know, or or have that element of black and white to them. But borderline personality disorder in particular does. And I think that's where a lot of mine, my sort of black and white thinking stems from. So a big goal of mine, and this can only be achieved incrementally too, so I've got to be patient, is to introduce more gray into my world. I need more gray a bit less of the black and white, we need some stuff in the middle because that's where we're actually competent and able to achieve things in the middle part. If we keep going right to the end, the nth degree, you know, right at the top 100, we're just setting ourselves up to fail. And that's the thing. If I'm not, well, when I think this black and white thinking, what happens is if I don't reach, you know, 100, we don't go back to 80, 70, we go to zero. We give up, throw in the towel, and we don't even achieve anything, you know, like it's, it's all or nothing in both directions. 
So that's a huge, huge part of my story moving forward is I need to introduce more grey into my world. And I think the way to do it is going to be through mindfulness, I think. Because I think the key really is I need to catch myself when I'm doing this black or white thinking and I need to anchor myself to the moment and be like, right, let's bring it back in a little bit. What is actually achievable in the moment right now? And I think mindfulness is going to be the key because my brain, you know, it's got these patterns that it, it sort of follows and the, and this black and white thinking is an automatic response, you know, like, like I've really got to think hard. Like it took me a while, the, this habit thing, I've been doing it for a week and a half, this app. And every day I'm getting like 30%, 20%, you know, terrible, terrible scores. You know, I'm aiming for 100, as, as I said. And it took me a week and a half, like till today, to realize, hang on, this is an exercise of our black and white thinking. Again, another example, we need to bring it back in. So that's why it's so important to be mindful so you can be objective and look at things, you know, with, with logic and, and look at the evidence and just hold, you know, hold your horses a little bit and go, right, hang on, I'm mindful, I'm in the moment, what's actually going on here, what's the story? And often when I do that, I realize that we have fallen into some of the old ways of thinking. But again, this isn't going to, you know, we're not going to flick a switch and this is all going to be fixed overnight, definitely not. I'm in for the long haul, but I just need to remember for the, for the long haul, most of it's going to be grey. Most of it's going to be in the middle there somewhere. So to sum up, we are having a real crack at this, which is great because it wasn't that long ago that I thought all this sort of routine building and these behavioural intervention stuff, this is behaviourism, definitely, um, I thought it was a load of rubbish, didn't apply to me, would never help. Whereas that isn't how I think anymore, which which is good. You know, I've actually you know, read the research and, and applied it to myself and discovered that, hey, this stuff actually helps me too. And that's the thing. We are totally committed to this. Totally. I just got to keep, you know, just got to slow down. You know, we can be really committed and try really hard without shooting for a hundred percent. You know, sometimes just, just getting one habit down is a win because, you know, you look at my track record, like, I've never had habits. I've never done anything like habitually like ever. That's just not an Elliot thing. And that's what we're doing. We're trying to make it an Elliot thing. And that's going to take time. But yeah, I think if I just keep my expectations in line, you know, I think we'll be fine. I need more gray in my life. That's the goal. More gray. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Just a quick little check-in just to let you know how my habit building is going. And the good news is it is going. We just need to be realistic about what we can achieve short term, but we're getting there. And it's very exciting. Like I feel better for it already. Like simple things like drinking more water and stuff. Like I don't know if it's the actual drinking of water that's making me feel better or just the idea or the notion that we're doing something positive and we're building towards something, you know, like that's pretty cool. That gets your dopamine going, that's for sure. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening, as always. I do appreciate it, and thank you for keeping me accountable. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can do so on Instagram at elliot.t.waters, and you can also follow the show at the dysregulated.podcast. Until next time, see you later.